0: Hey, Mm -mm.
1: Picasso's Mm -mm. freestyle. Mm -mm. Let's do Mm -mm. it. Mm -mm. Hey, Mm -mm. eating a couple wings Mm -mm. with a couple kings. Mm -mm. They're my favorite things. Hey, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. hey, Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. that's all I got. Mm -mm. I'm not a good freestyle Mm -mm. rapper. Wait, hold on, let me think for a second.
0: Folks, welcome back. It's Thursday night, a.k.a. Friday Junior, but we are going to get into it. It's not hump day, but you know what it is. It's WTW. It's What's train wreck watching. And unless you've been hiding under a rock, you've been watching us for the last almost three months now, breaking down Marvel's What If, The Watcher, constantly looking into different dimensions and seeing what would happen under different circumstances in these Marvel universes. And it all culminated in episode nine. So let's get, I mean, you might as well call Danny Tanner or Uncle Joey, have him cut it out because we are back to having a full house. We've got the Micah man, Jake Micah. We've got Casale Files, Joe Casale. Gentlemen, how are we doing this Thursday night? The weekend's almost here, but what if season one in the books?
2: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you know, yeah, again, we uh, we took a day late today, uh, this week, but uh, well worth it. I was a little busy uh, jumping in the James Bond world last night. But uh, yeah, today we're talking about Marvel, and this show has just, it, it never ceased to amaze me. Every week has been something not only different within the Marvel storytelling devices that we've learned to love, but just how it culminated together in such a way that I didn't even think was possible I loved every second of it. I love this show so much. So I am so happy to talk about this episode with you guys. Oh, man. This show blew me away. Like, I think I told you guys before
1: the season started, I was like, I don't know what to expect from this. Like, I don't, like, I don't, know. Like, it'll be fun. But, like, no, nah, like, it, every expectation I had blew it away. And the last two, I didn't get to talk about last week's episode with you guys. Last two episodes just, I mean, I took it to a whole other level. This uh-huh. one, an incredible send off for the season. Um, and I think that I'm I'm ready for another season. I mean, like I'm. I hope that they keep going with this. It was fun. It was enjoyable all the way through. And clearly, there's enough shit that they can explore to keep going forward. It was a it was a great great send off for this, and I'm excited to get into it with you guys.
0: Dare I say that this now, the fourth Marvel series, you had WandaVision, you had Falcon and Winter Soldier, which became Captain America and Winter Soldier. You had Loki. Now you have what if. Dare I say that they all started out a little bit slow relative Mm -hmm. to how they were by like the final third of each respective season where they were really gung-ho and really picking it up. So it was awesome to see. The pacing on these series were really awesome. And yeah, for the first four to six of these episodes you were kind of just enjoying yourself and you were wondering what was going to happen and i'm glad to have you in mike and i'm glad to have you in jumping in for this episode because over these last two weeks we've really seen some circumstances to the watcher and we've really seen some circumstances to this multiverse which we continue to learn more about and we continue to explore as we started to do so in loki but what we experienced this week what if the watcher broke his oath so the watcher is kind of on the uh He's on the defensive. It's kind of like the Avengers after uh, Infinity War. He's looking for a plan, Casali.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean this this literally drove right off of last week's episode uh, in such a beautiful way. I mean, even the beginning of this episode. Again, my favorite part about these shows is how they dive into, you know, the movies that we love and bring out different uh, scenarios that uh, these multiverses created. Because this literally was—it started as the beginning of Captain America: The Winter Soldier, but it wasn't our own Steve Rogers, Captain America. It was Peggy Carter, Captain Carter herself, coming back in the uh, the uh, you know the I guess the 2015 timeline or, or what have you, 2014 timeline. But yeah, so you know it started off that way, but it went right into pretty much the washer trying to gain you know his own avengers you know his own guardians of the multiverse as he called it within the episode uh grabbing you know all these characters that we loved in these episodes again kind of culminating you know how it wasn't just you know different things and scenarios we've seen it was all you know coming into one big bad you know battle so it was cool to see you know him trying to gain access to thor and to to Chala star lord and to you know all these characters that we've known to love even if it was for uh, a 30 minute rendition. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, right off the bat, you know, we already knew we're up against ultra mega Ultron, you know, vision. <laughs> he had the vision. He has the stones. I mean, he can literally break through the multiverse, which, I mean, come on. That's got to be, you know, the most intense uh, power that we've seen. So, I mean, it, you know, it's just, it was exciting. And it was cool, too, to see, like, you know, even though it's not the Avengers we we knew to love, but I mean, you know, obviously it's these characters that we've grown with, but it's cool to even see like different partnerships, you know, different, uh, you know, these characters that, you know, get to, we get to see flesh out in a different way, which is, you know, what the show has done so beautifully. So I just loved it so much.
1: Yeah, so we didn't. I, I, we didn't. I didn't get to touch on it last week, but seeing the Watcher get interrupted by Ultron was like, what? As a Marvel comics fan, I was the most shook (sighs) I've ever been watching a TV show in my life. I was like, "Yo, there's no way!" And then, yeah, he found him, starts beating his ass. I was like, "Yo, I'm like, I'm like, I, I was shook, like, legitimately shook." So I was. It was very fun to see, like, the Watcher with his. I mean, kind of like a desperation play, kind of like what, like you just said with. When uh when our boy Nick Fury put the Avengers together with his desperation play, it was the same damn thing, like mm-hmm. he didn't really have another option um to go forward with it. And it and it I really wasn't expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but I did not expect to see like Killmonger with this group either which I guess he, he's pretty much right away in there but even like having a guy like him where you know it's like oh this guy's a loose cannon like nobody else knows that he's a loose cannon but he's a loose cannon like throwing that little wrinkle in there too building that team out like that you uh-huh. can, it was just a great great way to kind of obviously bring everything together like that was the whole they they knew what they were doing we get introduced all these characters we didn't know that it was all going to come together in this way but they knew it was going to come together and so we have that little bit of like just complete distrust in this man and he gets thrown into the wrench I just think they've did an incredible job of building suspense throughout the season without us really having any idea of what the heck was going on like I think like keen observers kind of figured out something was going to Come together and connect all these pieces together, but it took a while. I mean, it it really there was no reason to think that unless you were just kind of projecting ahead. And they did such such a good job making Uh it feel important. Like not even just putting all these people together, but making it feel like oh shit, like this is like maybe this is something that's gonna like show up in the Eternals next month. Like who knows? And still, maybe I mean who knows? But it just felt they made it feel big in these last two episodes for sure. And have feel like it could actually have an impact on what we see going forward.
2: Yeah. Let's
1: see. Is he quiet? <clears throat> Maniac, you're quiet. You're muted. Maniac, you're quiet. <laughs> I muted myself. Yeah, I took myself okay, out damn. of the
0: game. I'm playing Squid games with my mic. But no, Marvel's just on a heater was that was what I was trying to say. But well, you know, they don't need the full ensemble like they had Infinity War or Endgame whether it's the Revengers in Ragnarok or this group they had in this episode. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to see this collage of characters working together. I mean, if you had to choose a standalone movie for one of these Guardians of the Multiverse, I think it comes down to my second place would be Killmonger. But come on, Thor's love for Vegas is just unmatched.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved every second of Thor. Even, I I mean... mean I thought was kind of it was cool in this episode, uh, even though I kind of wished we got a little bit more time. But they even brought in, you know, some different. Like Gamora showed up, which Mm -hmm. she—I mean—that we never really got that episode. I mean, it looks like.
0: So, did you do the research or background? Did you look into that at all?
2: No. No. Well,
0: well, I started researching the episode. I think they made it very clear. It's like that was definitely supposed to be from an episode. That was deleted. And then I saw some comments they made, Mm, which mm. said that they had some editing to do, that they couldn't do it. And then people were like, well, it's an animated thing. Like, how why wouldn't you be able to do that? It's not (laughs) like you have to be in person. And then those people were speculating that it has, like, repercussions for the movies that are coming out right now.
1: Well, shit, yeah.
0: And thus, they had to push it to season two.
1: Mm. Marvel mm.
0: trying to make moves and trying to camouflage, so could have been some big time repercussions in that Gamora episode, yeah, where she apparently gets Thanos' sword, and she's badass as shit
2: yeah. yeah, and she was with Stark too, it was just, it was cool, I mean again, it's kind of, you know, what Marvel does best, you know, it <laughs> was a nice little tease <laughs>
1: And to see another, like, we saw before Nick Fury's like, nah, like, we don't need Tony Stark. (laughs) Yeah. Watcher shows up. He's like, ah, Tony, nah. There has been
2: been such, like, you know, on Twitter, everybody's been freaking out, like, yelling. Like, people have been yelling at, like, Disney and stuff. Like, saying, oh, you know, you're doing such a dishonest. Honesty to Tony Stark, he doesn't deserve this. And they're like, what? Like, come on. No, you know, no, so. this
0: whole series has just crushed Tony Stark, killed him in every single episode. And then, yeah, <laughs> what he he we've like, gotten one go? E go? movie. <laughs> Did he just go quiet, Stark? Like it wasn't yeah, yeah, like, 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 yeah, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't even. He wasn't even like addressing his shit. <laughs> Listen,
2: oh, he saved. He saved the universe in Endgame, so he. Yeah, okay. Of course, the big Exactly.
0: Yeah, he he got the main dap in Avengers one and three. Come oh on. yeah, or four, I guess. But yeah, but come on now. No, nobody's doubting Tony's. My, my guy, oh, yeah, Tony yeah, Stark, yeah. as uh, as LaShawn McCoy would say. But, yeah, so the Watcher ultimately has a plan. It's so funny. We see these guys planning out. Thor is talking about how, like, obnoxious he is and ridiculous. And the Mm -hmm. Watcher's just like, all right, time for you guys to go fight Ultron, who he knows is, like, a super being. But it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven type heist. And, you know, the Watcher is Danny Ocean. He knows everyone's going to play their role, whether it's Killmonger, uh, you know, betraying him. By the way, amazing sequence when Ultron goes to – just blow up the universe. And Strange just pulls the old uh, reverse Uno card on him. And all of a sudden he's like all pissy. Amazing sequences, just awesome, just awesome. Oh my God. I mean, really the one thing I would take away from this last third of episodes is it was three consecutive episodes, whether it was Thor and Captain Marvel fighting, whether it was the Watcher and uh, Ultron, Visitron fighting, or the Guardians of the Multiverse fighting Visitron in this episode. It just seemed like we were consistently getting the best Marvel fights we've ever seen, and so I was yeah. I was very uh, entertained. And again, on this episode, I thought their battle was awesome.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they spared no expense with the animation. I mean, it just looks <laughs> it looks beautiful, you know. So it's it's great. And I mean, again, it's you know, it's Disney, it's Disney Plus. You know, like they really are not messing around. This isn't just like some like because like, I can't re- I even remember too like when the show was announced like. People thought it was like, okay, what is this? What if? Because obviously they have the comics. You know that's where you know that that kind of like struggle. You know, two gained, two quick, uh, two, two group quick from. things.
0: Two quick things. this First off, it's hilarious that you went John Hammond on What If? Of they spared, course, they spared no expense for that. Dress Park
2: my favorite movie of all time.
0: I did a little research. This is based off What If Thirty Nine. What if the uh, What if the Watcher broke his own? Oh. It was What If Thirty Nine. So, so, oh,
2: there they, you go. They're, they're
0: jumping around this uh, yeah. What If verse
2: hmm well no and that's great i mean again i love so much how everything came together i mean it pretty much was kind of like phase one of the movies how you know they yeah. they had their own stories and then everything came together in the avengers and i mean even the watchers general plan you know like was just beautiful because you know obviously that was his big you know thing where he had an you know it was set up in the last episode where his oath was not to intervene i mean he kind of like you know made it clear within the episodes when he was talking to Strange or whatnot, you know, whoever broke the fourth wall, but it was cool to, you know, that like, he knew that like, Hey, you know, like this is a big thing. Like Ultron has the stones. He's, he's breaking through the multiverse. Like he has to, you know, it's time to nut up or shut up, you know, like, so it's, it's kind of cool to, you know, I, I guess within, you know, character building, even for the watcher. I mean, Jeffrey Wright, who has, you know, an amazing actor and the new Bond, which he's so good in. And, you know, everything, his voice work, everything. He just brings so much, you know, life to this character. I really hope that if they decide to bring the Watcher into the movies that they keep, I'm sure they will, but they'll, you know, keep yeah. Jeffrey Wright along because he's just done a great job. And, and, you know, again, like, even though, yeah, he's breaking his oath, that's the whole point of this episode, the way that he, you know, strung together everybody and watched out for the general, you know, safety of the multiverse. And, and, you know, even at the beginning of the episode, when like he started talking to people in the sky and he scared, you know, he scared Thor and everything. Like, it was cool to see that, but just, you know, like he, he knew what happened. He knew what he'd done. And, and, you know, it's time to clean up his mess. And, and that's what he did. And he got these characters together and, and just you know, he fought the good fight. I mean, it's it just, it's just, it's really amazing. Again, the power of the MCU that they get to, you know, get all these characters from these comic book stories and really bring them to life. I mean, now obviously in, in the animated world. So, yeah, God, you know, like a plus, this show. Again has a just been so for a great from you. Oh, absolutely. I've loved this is honestly like I mean, yeah, we've gotten WandaVision, and Loki, and Falcon and, and and even the movies too, you know, like Shang-Chi was amazing and all that stuff, but like this is like definitely easily one of my favorite Disney Plus, you know, content. You know, and that's even going. I mean, you know, i I love the Mandalorian and all that stuff, but like this has just been such a sight to see. I've I've loved every second of this show.
0: What what are you uh, as as a what's train wreck watching question? I gotta put you to the test right now. Uh What are you more excited for? What if season two or Mando season three?
2: Oh, uh, that's, you know, that's a that's a very toughie. I mean, I love You're Marvel. You're
0: talking but... a big game. Listen, time, I love y'all.
2: Marvel, but Star Wars is my it true is, baby. And I just, okay, I Mando, can't wait for Mando, can't wait Man, Mando Mando's different, bro. It's time for Mando
1: to get
2: back it, after it, that. I bed, can't, can't talk against Baby Yoda because I need Baby Yoda in my life at all times. For sure.
0: Okay. Micah, Thoughts?
2: I was
1: gonna say when you were ranking like the Disney Plus shows, I was putting it through my head like Mando is definitely top tier Mm -hmm. down there. But what if it's right there? What if and what if it's above? uh, What if it's above Loki and Falcon and Winter Soldier for me at this point too? Because Mm -hmm. now first. Here's the thing I said earlier, like, I didn't know what to expect from this, but I'm like the biggest animated, like, I love, like, I'm not like an anime guy, but like cartoons, like, you could catch me watching like the amazing Spider-Man, I'll be watching that tonight, probably before bed, or the X-Men show, or old adventures of Batman stuff, like, so I love like comic animated stuff, it just looks better, so I don't know why I doubted it. But this show, like, it was, like, the best of the best version you could ask for any of those shows, right? Like, the fight scenes, everything, like, looked so crisp, looked amazing. But the thing that I really loved, especially, especially about this episode and the last couple ones, is I really was... When Age of Ultron was coming out, was super excited. Ultron's an incredible character, and I just don't. It's he, they sold him as a threat. It was every sold him as a threat. Everything going forward, but it never felt like Ultron was like really like a big threat. It felt all the time they were biding time. This felt like the Ultron that we should have gotten. Like this is the Ultron content we deserve. I mean, obviously getting the stones and everything is not. I, I'm not. Familiar, if he's ever had the stones at some point in some comic story, something I'm sure he's he's messed around with them or something in, in uh-huh. some arc of something. But I think that that was like my favorite thing was just seeing like them maximize a character like Ultron, who in the comics is such a badass, is on the level of some of these big bads and everything, and he kind of got that shine and everything. And he's a guy that you know, going forward in the MCU, like even regardless if it's this version of Ultron or. You know, I don't think that he's ever fully been gone. Like he's living out there somewhere in the in the cloud, right? Like that. And I just think that <laughs> it's a it's a guy that the we Apple Cloud, again. and we kind of saw the potential of how like how really powerful he could be and kind of an issue he could be with stones or not. Whatever. I still think that they could make him as credible as a threat. And I really enjoyed just seeing him like be able to flex that a little bit wish it was james spader doing the voice it's not the same without without that that i mean you can't uh,
2: ross barquand he brought it was great he's he's an amazing voice worker actor i mean but again like you know what you said i mean that's the beauty of the show is even though the movies are the movies they're they're you know they're they're stood in time for the rest you know of eternity but that's what the beauty of the show is is that we could they could still mess around With different Mm storylines and, and, you know, bring something new to the table, even though it seems familiar and and seeing what we see, like completely, you know, right on its knees. And it's just that's what I've loved so much about it. And again, too, with Ultron, I mean, you know, I I, you know, I'm a big supporter of of Age of Ultron, even though I get, you know, you know what happened, what they needed to do, too, because obviously they were really setting up Thanos. So that's why they kind of, you know, they, they kind of rolled themselves in a corner. And Joss Whedon also was so, like, distraught from the Avengers. Like, <laughs> yeah. he wanted nothing to do with it, but he had, he already signed on for Age of Ultron. So after that, like, he just, you know, it pretty much broke him where, you know, even he couldn't even work in DC. But, um, you know, but again, that's, you know, it's cool to, to see, like, Ultron, like, in this you know type like where he's gotten the stones and he's he's just a monster you know i mean even honestly even you know even a bigger threat than thanos you know and, and i love thanos so much but like it's it's just so crazy to see you know what what this show has built built to and it's just uh, just glorious absolutely
0: They did a good job of leaving no doubt, too, because Thanos came through with that juiced-up gauntlet, and he just sliced him in half. Yeah, he gave Mm -hmm. him all half-half. Easy money. Remember, perfectly balanced, as all things should be. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, a theme we're looking at for Disney Plus here, Then is is we're talking about the whole brand, and we'll talk in a little bit here what's next for what if. But we're seeing that it's never too late for Ultron, a character that a lot of people were disappointed by and everything like that. This was kind of a redemption run for him. In Mandalorian, people were like, Boba Fett, Return of the Jedi, what a lame, you know, appearance. All of a sudden, <laughs> it's, it's now Boba Fett is back and he's got his own series coming out. They've completely changed that narrative. So it's never too late for any of these characters on, on Disney Plus. And hey, for you listening at home, it's never too late to order your Picassos.
2: Hey, you big dumb idiot. do think
0: have a saucy hand. Yeah, I do. Try yourself Picasso
2: Bonus
1: wing. Baby next. Right.
0: For all the best deals on the best pizza, go to Picasso's Pizza.net. So Ultron ultimately vanquished. We kind of get a, a situation where... The stone needs to be out in the open Casselli, explain explained it to me. I don't know what's going on. They get locked in like a little mini verse. What, what's happening here?
2: Well, yeah, we, at the end, it, it seems that, uh, um, God, uh, Killmonger, you know, got hold of the stones at some point and he, you know, bastard, wanted to, he wanted to use them for himself and, and, you know, use it in, in more of a, you know, uh, I wouldn't even say dickish way, but just kind of, I don't know, you know, whatever yes, they were setting yeah. up Ruthless. with that character. Ruthless yeah. way, yeah. So, um, you know, to the point where, like, the Watcher really need to step and be like, okay, this is, you know, this is what we need to do to keep that. So, you know, they they were locked away in a uh, in a universe, fighting him and, uh, and Artem Zola, who came back and, and got intersected in the uh, Ultron, in the Vision body so that's how they were able to defeat him which i thought was great and a great way to bring zola back but uh yeah i mean you know again it you know so now they're in a pocket of uh the the different uh realities doctor strange and and stuff so i mean hey you know again that's that's cool you know i mean i guess that's the way to do it and uh especially to keep you know control because obviously killmonger is killmonger and And, you know, I guess that's also a way to, like, keep him around, too, because everybody Mm -hmm. loved what Michael B. Jordan did with that character. And Killmonger
0: is back. He can come back at any point. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So,
2: you know, and, and, you know, and again, I mean, as far as the animation goes, I mean, the movies really are going to be typing into the multiverse and stuff with stuff, you know, with all the movies set up. And, and, I mean, a movie that just came out this week that kind of, you know, tiptoed around something. So, you know, it's it's you know, it's uh, there's so much story to still tell here. You know, this is not the end, not only for what if, but like for Marvel in general. I mean, they they have so much on their plate that we have even we don't even know what to expect. So it's it's cool to see, you know, at least some in- inclination that, you know, somebody can come back at any point.
1: Yeah, I think the, the, what what we've learned from the last two Marvel series is that they're literally open for seat. Like anything yes. is possible with this. Mm-hmm. Like Loki was like, "Oh yeah, this exists." And then What If was like, "Oh no, this is all happening everywhere around us, and all these people could show up at any time in these things. Like they have that ability." Um, I'm ready to see. I'm what's next for What If? I hope that I see. captain carter show up at the end of no way home or something and there's like i want give me all of the all the crossover give me what if being like the biggest thing that's happened to the mcu since the avengers like that i think that i honestly think that we could be like teetering more towards that territory than anything else because it was the show that like everybody was kind of like oh like this is nice like this will be a fun show to watch and it would be a very Marvel and Kevin Feige thing to do to make it like oh no this is actually like this animated show that you thought we were just going to make like fun you know I can't the Anthrop anthology series episodes with is actually Mm. the biggest thing of going forward post Thanos post infinity saga that you all need to watch and see what's going on because i'm sure that this i'm sure that this show even compared to loki falcon winter soldier did not get the same type of streams as as those have gotten same attention from casual mcu fans i just don't know if it has or not and i think that that's the way you kind of make it like everything must see is like you know the show that you knew wasn't getting as much of the hype as much of the attention make it the most important thing then it's like oh shit like i gotta watch everything that was the kind of the that was the thing with mandalorian too right like mandalorian is now like if you're a star wars fan that is a show you have to watch to know mm. what's going on and i oh, think yeah. that they've then i don't think any of us expected that when we were going into that show or what we were expecting with it so i think that that's kind of been disney's disney's kind of idea with these shows is to make them seem like a big deal and i think going forward we know the mcu the mcu is gonna have tricks up their sleeves like they're they're trying to get this shit rolling again and get us invested in a new avengers team they've got to pull some stops out maybe this is just the start of what it is and just introducing us to a whole different world of characters we weren't even thinking about before
0: the avengers were down and out in endgame the ship was raining fire down Mm-hmm. and then captain marvel came in i could see a similar situation in in a in a big time spot where the watcher makes it makes his his on screen debut yes with yeah. a big now, time save, we've seen sure.
1: we've seen the watch the watchers or whatever his beings are it, what movie was it galaxy? it was guardians, guardians
0: of the galaxy yeah
1: the when, it, when he's up there with when he's up there with stan lee so yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. Them, like, yes. pop up yes. and do it just chilling yeah. whatever absolutely but so but yeah I mean, coming in and making a
0: plane now for sure and i agree with a hundred percent you like you said they might just do it out of spite just to be like everything <laughs> in the mcu is like canon i mean i can't wait i mean it's good it's a really exciting time to be a marvel fan it's really exciting time. I mean, with Baloney, Favreau, and, Watiti, Watiti, Taika, Watiti, Taika. Uh, and the, You know, the, basically that's the that's the holy trinity of Star Wars and uh Marvel content right now. Yes. So what's next for trainer watching? Well, because Sally already alluded to it. Sally, you saw it last night. Hold hold uh, your hold your britches. Hold your britches. Oh Spoiler free. It's no time. Thoughts thoughts no on, time on no time to die
2: okay spoiler free um god this movie was just spectacular i loved every second of it i think not only it was a great because i mean it, it's already been said in the news that this was a you know a send-off for craig's you know patrella's bond and not and i think not only they did a great way of saying goodbye to the character Uh, and i saying goodbye to Craig, what he's done since Casino Royale in 2006. And he's been a great, one of my favorite Bonds, you know, I mean, uh, that's come to the screen, like everything that he's done, like all the movies have been just so different and kooky, but great in every way. And as a James Bond fan, I grew up watching, you know, the Pierce Brosnan's and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just spectacular. But what this film did, I think, kind of not only paid respect to what he'd done, you know with the character but what has come before you know like i'm not even talking about the sean connery's and the roger moore's and, and the dalton's and all this stuff but like even the pierce Brods and stuff like there's a lot of stuff in here that like no matter what rendition of bond you're a fan of you're you're gonna find something to enjoy and 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 that's what i i loved i think rami malik did a great you know he was a great bond villain i think um you know and there there was some things again like spoiler free i don't want to get into it but there was there was some things that it seemed that this film was alluding to you know kind of get into like a a pc friendly world but uh um but the way that they actually again it just this is craig's movie like he was perfect and it just, I, I the cinematography Ooh. was great, action <laughs> scenes, everything. It was amazing. I, I loved every second of it. Long is fun, but well worth it. So, I, I mean, we could
0: ask a couple yes or no questions. But so, you would say that Rami Malek knocked it out of the park as a villain, where he's in the upper tier of the villains that Craig has faced.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because
0: okay, that's pretty high praise. And you're talking about Waltz. You're talking about Bardem. What?
2: Again, I mean, Nicholson. and i'm not taking away like obviously you're not you yeah, know, you're, like,
0: just, you're just praising i'm just I'm making just sure pra- because i because think because we, we don't have anything next week so we're going to be judging this take from you because sally what's
2: my <laughs> fan, I yeah I, you know again i think again if, if you like you know it, it depends on what kind of bond villains you like too like the That's movies true. you know they kind of said you know they were they brought you know bond grounded you know he was a lot more like you know, it wasn't like all the fantastical stuff that we got in the previous movies. This one kind of did teeter into that, but again, I'm a fan of that stuff because Bond has always been campy and and stuff like that in ways. You know, yeah, so, You need
1: you need you need some ridiculousness. You right? need you do, no, and I, I think, know, think what, you know. what they do in like, this film, Bronson, it does great.
0: Brosnan was doing all kinds of ridiculous. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. he was. Like, he was, the he was surfing, on the, world. the surfing mm-hmm. and die another day. <laughs> like, it was all ridiculous. Yeah. Like Craig, you're you're right. Craig did a good job of making it like like a real human. Like James Bond was absolutely. actually a human. Like he was an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he had like trauma, like, you know, he had tough dealing with things. And Yeah. He just like, like his body wore like the pain that he had. So yeah, he's done a really good job. So I'm looking forward to it. I will say just as his pattern has gone, I loved Casino Royale. Quantum yeah, of too. Solace was like the most forgettable movie yeah. I've ever seen. Literally the most forgettable movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Skyfall was great, Incredible. great bounce back,
2: right back up, and oh. then
0: Spectre was it was a, a little bit a little of dumb. like a yeah, Spectre was it like when you miss. go to a really good restaurant and you get an average meal. It's it's yeah. totally watchable. It's an okay movie, but like mm-hmm. you had Waltz, you had Batista, you had like you were coming off of Skyfall, which was so hot. Like Craig was back, Bond yeah. could have done anything. So this is going to be really big for what his bond legacy is. So it sounds like you are approving, and it sounds like you're putting your stamp of approval on it. So I'm very Absolutely, uh, absolutely. to see what I love every second of it. Was, what I think, or what do you think, Mike, uh, on my takes on those uh, on those four?
1: No, I think that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm I'm. I'm not as, like, I love Casino Royale, but I love the ridiculousness a little bit more of Bond, so that's why Skyfall and Spectre, like, probably rank a little higher for me, but Skyfall, Skyfall was top tier like oh, yeah. was, was skyfall, is yeah. skyfall is just incredible skyfall was everything you want from like an event movie skyfall is everything you want from a bond movie like that that's my top tier so yeah i'm pretty aligned with you casino royale is definitely the most grounded like you guys yeah. talking about the grounded character so that it just didn't it was like weird for me when i first watched that movie because i was like this is a james bond, like what are we doing and then it, right, it like they, kinda were kinda pissing on,
0: they were pissing on the theatrics of it
1: basically. yeah, yeah they, were they were like no like this, no, like, this dude, dude just a normal ass dude yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: And For there sure. was a lot of slow slowness to it, too, which, you know, it kind of like, again, I love Casino Royale to death, but, you know, there was a lot of, you know, and when well, it got to the casino stuff and stuff. And stuff.
0: Be, well, and, and another thing, well, there are were, were so many other factors in play just besides yeah, Bond versus absolutely. the villain, which you had yeah. Yeah. so used mm-hmm. to Present You had, like, the U.S. wanting to get in on it. You had Bond working the other. And then the biggest thing was that you had the villain basically having, like, a huge problem on the side. That like you yeah. you'd never seen that in any of the Brosnan yeah. ones. It mm-hmm. you was know, Brosnan versus the villain, like, but it was great. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very much, very much looking forward to seeing Malik. I loved Malik and Mister Robot. Um, loved, yeah. him as, uh, loved him as loved
2: him as Freddie Mercury. Uh, he was amazing.
0: Loved him as Freddie Mercury. You know? For sure, so super excited about that. And yeah, we got a lot on the horizon, gents. So maybe we'll have a uh, episode early next week. We got a busy weekend. We got uh, UB and Kent State as well as Fury <laughs> no Wilder passion, baby. three. Amherst Dale House on uh, Saturday, and then we got Rec Room Chippewa on Sunday. But maybe uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll get to a uh, No Time to Die, and we'll see mm-hmm. if it's no time to fly for Casali. with that take. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I'll another, stand by what I said.
0: Hey, another <laughs> series in the books, boys. We did Loki. We did watch Trainwreck Watch, and we've done some movies. The volumes grow on. So huge shout-out to our co-hosts, Micah Man, Jake Micah. Casali Files Joe Casali cuz you know here at what's trainwreck watching it's not about next week's plans it's not about next week's schedule it's about next
1: next week weeks episode, episode.